guys, my name is James Walton. I am the pastor over the 4th through 6th grade ministry. And yes, today is Crazy Hair Day at Kids Games. We're week four. It is almost over. Such an amazing summer of reaching so many kids through our camps. It's been a lot of fun. I'm the pastor of the 4th through 6th grade ministry, and I'm bringing you your daily hope today at our First Chronicles chapter 9. Now, I've been struggling with this chapter uh, because it's genealogies and like many other ones, but I gotta be honest, after seeing what Mark was able to pull out of just a lot of names, I feel like I should be able to give you guys something. Uh, we have a little bit more structure to work with here today in First Chronicles chapter 9. Uh, the first thing that I see, though, is coming out of verse 1 and 2, um, where it talks about this. It says, all, uh, all Israel was listed in the genealogies recorded in the book of kings of Israel and Judah. They were taken captive to Babylon because of their un unfaithfulness. Now, that last part right there, they were taken captive because of their unfaithfulness. This is, of course, talking about when Israel was taken captive by Babylon. And then it talks about when they, this uh, chapter begins to talk about the people who returned uh, after that captivity. Um, but I want to I kind of discuss kind of this mindset and this thought of uh, God's punishment um, because of their unfaithfulness that sending them into. Because uh, I think in today's age, and for us as Christians, uh, we can begin to uh, think of this as like a formula. Um, you know, I was unfaithful, and so therefore God is, is bringing about punishment. And we can begin to see our circumstances as punishment from God uh, because of our unfaithfulness. And this is a very tricky formula, and I think it's very unhealthy for us. So I want to talk a little bit about it. First off, in the context that we're reading today, we know that First Chronicles is a historical um, uh, recount of what has happened. It's helping us understand the past. It's them keeping a historical count for themselves to know where they've come from, the stories for even us that we get to use today. And it's not necessarily a formula for us to apply to understand our own circumstances. We need to understand that the world that we live in today is a broken world, that we live in a fallen world. And so there are things like diseases and plagues, pandemics that are happening, and it's not necessarily uh, God's punishment because of unfaithfulness in his people, um, we can't just, you know, take what happened to them and apply that today. We live in a very, in, it's more complex than that. And we can't always bring that solution out. And so there is sin that is affecting our world. There is other people's sin that affects us and we don't have to do anything. Um, but we live in a broken world. This world is full of sin. And so there is a lot of broken things that we're going to experience and live through by just being a part of this world in this day and age. So it's important for us to know that. There is an aspect of generational sin as well, but there's also the hope of that Jesus that we actually breaks chains. And so we may be experiencing somebody else's sin in our life, but Jesus comes in and actually breaks chains and begins to renew that, promises us new life. And so that's an important aspect for us to remember as well. But there is a reality that there are consequences for our actions. Um, in Galatians 6, it talks about uh, God cannot be mocked. Um, a man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from their flesh will reap destruction. And whoever sows to please their spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. And so there is an aspect of where we're sowing, like we are going to reap that fruit. And so uh, sometimes there there is definitely consequences for our actions and the life that we're choosing to live. Um, so if we're sowing into our flesh, we're going to reap that fruit. Um, so there's that aspect of to understand kind of like what is the cause of our circumstances. 
Uh, and then lastly, even Jesus telling his disciples, he tells them that like he promises them, you, I have told you these things so that you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So Jesus even promises to his disciples in that verse saying like, you are going to face trouble. That is important for us to know. Like, it's not just because we have Jesus, there's not gonna be any trouble anymore. In fact, he promises disciples the opposite, that we will have trouble. Um, but does that mean that God doesn't allow or doesn't even punish us for our sin? Well, I think it's important for us to discuss where our hope is. Jesus and what he went through on the cross, he actually took our punishment for sin. The, 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 the payout for sin is death. He took that punishment for you and for I. And so we believe that our punishment has been taken by him, that when we die and when we are held accountable for our sins, that he went on our behalf and that we can be seen as guiltless, as saints now because of that. And so our hope lies in him. Um, but that being said, um, it, in God's working in the story and in then in the Israelites and bringing them into captivity, he was actually working something for the redemption of Israel. Because during that time, he was using the prophets. He was calling to his people to bring them back, but they weren't listening. And ultimately, uh, it was actually part of his plan. And it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you to bring you a hope and a future. And so despite letting these things happen, he was working something under their redemption. And so we can take, hope that even in, in as it says in Romans 8 um, where uh, we know that in all things God works the uh, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose all things so whether it is the fact that like something is happening to us because we just live in a broken world or because it's generational sin that's affecting us or because it's the consequences of our own actions, um, whatever it may be, in all things, God is working those things for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So we can trust in God that he's working those things, bringing it out for good. So anyways, I hope this just helps us kind of understand because I've definitely fallen trapped to that where uh, things might start happening. I'm like, is God punishing me? And I actually begin to question, you know, do I have God's grace and favor? And we need to know that through Jesus, he is quick to offer us mercy and forgiveness. Um, so let's take confidence in what Jesus has done for us. Uh, and not just uh, think that it's a simple formula, that we've been unfaithful, and so therefore the, the things that are happening are due to that. We need to understand a bigger picture about God's love and God's uh, capacity to work in our lives. God bless you guys today. I hope you enjoyed. Take care. Goodbye.